Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the best bout machine, Jim Murphy! Hooray. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what... Ah, uh, Jim, I'm having such a great time today at Epcot. I mean, it's great. I'm enjoying my tipsy ducks in love I've got right here. I got my Mickey ears. I'm, I'm smelling the orange groves of Soren. It's just a great day at Epcot to be reporting live from you. I mean, technically, with the, the distancing, you are in a place with no one else, so you're pretty much the safest you could possibly be. Oh, buddy. I found the recipe for tipsy ducks in love. Yep. Your boy's gonna have a good time during the show today. Although I will say it involved uh, brewing black tea, which we didn't have. So I took one of those like Mio flavor enhancers that's flavored like sweet. Oh, and it's flavored like sweet tea. So I went, well, let's try it out. Barely noticeable. It is a very, very good, good drink. If If I didn't know that was a beverage... I would just assume it was a Hollow Notes song. Tipsy Ducks in Love? Yeah. Tipsy! Tipsy Ducks in Love! So, Jim, not much has happened in theme parks this week. With good reason. I mean, like... I mean, things happened. It's just that they happened and then nothing will happen for a while. And apparently they're possibly going to prolong it through the end of April, which means my trip got screwed over. Which means that they're just going to probably start on Spaceship Earth now. So now I'm not, no, not going to have Spaceship Earth ever they, again. I mean, they they stopped all construction, which I, everybody was thinking like, oh, they'll probably just rip everything up now. But they stopped everything. But that Someone, could mean that when when it does reopen that they're just like, nah, that's that's close to. Someone tweeted Joe Rody and was like, hey, is there an opportunity to fix the Disco Yeti now? And he retweeted it and just said, no, there's not. Oh, man. No, well, you can't. They can't get within six feet of the Yeti, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you if you touch the Yeti, that's actually the origin of the Yeti is coronavirus. Uh, the co- <laughs> coronavirus is the from the Yeti. A kid reached up. I mean, I'm supposed to be going it. to Disney next april and i'm worried about that that's that's where i am right now right like it's it has taken over the world quite literally and it's kind of the worst time to i'm gonna go in and just find a minecraft like world that someone made disney in and just be like this is close enough i'm there i'm there mom (sighs) well anyways humor humor Humor, comedy, good, good goof and goofs and japes about. Ah, oh, fuck, Jim, Jim, we can't do the show. We just can't. It's so, it's such a shitty time to be in. But you did find something online that might might be the only thing I do while quarantined, and it's something that might help the show. Could you? Would you like to introduce everybody at home so- to this? I don't know where I even saw it. I think I saw it on Facebook. But yeah, the, Disney apparently partnered with the uh, the the lovely people at Khan Academy and just created Imagineering in a Box, which is like a multiple hour. Uh, <laughs> Scotty is currently um, 
neck deep in whipped cream at this point. It has nothing to do with the drink either. That's the weirdest part. (laughs) Please don't put that down your pants. Thank you. This is a family show. Trying to find a place for it. I don't know where to. Oh God, there's so much, Jim. Yeah. Um, Imagineering in a box is apparently a thing that helps you teach people what it's like to be an Imagineer. Which I assume means that they want you to build something and then uh, uh, someone else will take credit for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, what I've read of it, I haven't started it because it does tell you that it's like two hours minimum for every section of the three sections. The first section is like overview, like creating a themed world. Second section is, like, a ride, and they actually want you to make, like, a model of a ride out of, like, cardboard and foam and stuff. I could go into Minecraft and and do it, baby. Let's go. Let's keep it up. The third section is animatronics, and they, they, I guess somehow you have to figure out how to make an animatronic in your bedroom or something. That should be fun. It should be pretty easy. We could do this next season. It's just the whole season is us going through Imagineering in a Box, going the Disney way. It looks interesting. It's a lot of video speakings. I don't know. I'm assuming half of them is just Joe Rody just angrily staring at you. Yeah, just being like, being like mm. don't please don't put a Yeti in your ride. Just don't do that. And that's his only lesson. Welcome to my, my master class. I'm Joe Rody. Lesson number one. Don't fucking ever, and I mean ever, put a Yeti in absolutely anything. Like, we put an alien, a 12-foot-tall alien in a ride, and it was fine. <laughs> but that fucking Yeti. It sings Yeti. every damn day. <laughs> All right, I'm looking up stories about people doing meth at Disney World. I mean, at this point. Why? At this point, Jim... I feel like that would be the worst place to do, like... Like, I mean, there's there's all the rumors that said that, like, when they... When Disney, like, did Fantasia, that, like, the art... The animators are like, yeah, people are gonna do LSD to this. I mean, yeah. Have you seen it? Um... So, I've seen Fantasia twice in my life. Yeah. Once, and the first time I saw it was actually, like, in 19... It had to have been 1990, like, 50th anniversary. Yeah. And I saw it in a little three-screen theater, and I'm pretty sure I was with my grandmother. Well... And it, and it was horrifying. Like, the entire end of that movie is horrifying if you're, like, seven or eight years old, which I was at the time. Well, meanwhile, on my end, Jim, I did look up Disney World meth, and... You know, you'd think I wouldn't get anything back that relevant, but I did get man banned from Disney World for meth lab goof. St. Augustine, because of fucking course, resident David Swindler and his family are huge Disney fans. In fact, his wife goes by Tinkerbell and she calls him grumpy, he says. But a recent goof got his room at a Disney World resort raided in the middle of the night. His family booted from the hotel and even a lifetime ban. Now he's taking his story to social media with the hopes of rebuilding his relationship with Disney. This is how I feel. When I got fired for not showing up at work to Disney, like, for two days in a row, this is, like, I just want to go to social media and be like, pardon me, Disney, I apologize for any actions I may have taken if you would like to hire me as an Imagineer. 
<laughs> I'm sorry I cooked meth in my Polynesian bungalow. Um, okay. That was very sad of me. This is the greatest opening line of all time. And I must say it, and what do I assume this St. Augustine's man voice is? My, my first and for lo- foremost love is Jesus Christ, then my family, and then <laughs> Walt Disney's Magical World of Wonders. <laughs> Swindler said. <laughs> <laughs> he and his family were staying at the Pop Century Resort over the Labor Day weekend, and though he had only booked a two-night stay, he was hoping he could, get, could extend the visit. He told First Coast News that when he grew impatient with an employee or cast member, as they're called, he joked that he could build a meth lab in his room by the time he could finally get some service. As you might imagine, the joke did, <laughs> the joke did not go over well. I accept responsibility for saying that. Don't know where it came from, said Swindler. Don't know why I said meth lab. Should have said I was going to build an atomic bomb or something else. I didn't know. I didn't think anybody would take me seriously. Little did he know, the goof that he thought was innocuous would trigger a middle-of-the-night raid by Orange County Sheriff's deputies and Disney security. Even after finding nothing, authorities evicted Swindler from the resort. I mean, it was a, it was a figure of speech. I wish I could take it back. Damn, he said in retrospect. <laughs> and he has been issued a trespass warning for all of Disney's properties, so he's banned indefinitely. Is for life, said Swindler. His children and wife, Shirley, could visit the parks and resorts, but not him. It has been all-consuming, said Shelley Swindler. Shelley said it has taken an emotional toll on the family. David has been beating himself up about it as if he had done something that warranted any of this. <laughs> Swindler said he was told to file an appeal with Disney security. His spokesperson told On Your Side that they will review the complaint and respond. On Your Side also told Swindler he needs to file the appeal. This is not taking away my love for Mr. Magical Walt Disney, he said. I will not let them take that away. Swindler wants his rights to the park restored, but he has to wait to see how Disney responds to a joke gone bad. Fuck, that is so choice. That is so good. You know how, like, we talked about how, like, all these sitcoms have gone to Disney World? Like, why can't King of the Hill ever have gone to Disney World because that is what I expect the episode would be. Damn it! I could have a built a meth lab in my room by the time I get some damn security up here. His <laughs> wife is so angry that she told him how long it took to build a meth lab so that he would have that as a point of reference. Dad! Dad, I want my haunted mansion, Dad! Damn it, Bobby, we're at the hotel! I won't see 999 <laughs> happy haunts, Dad! Damn it! <laughs> Well, that's my favorite part of it, is the fact that he said, by the time I get service, I could build a meth lab. And I guess whoever he was talking to assumed that he was issuing a challenge, like, who's going to be faster? (laughs) Me or the meth lab? Me or the meth lab? Who's going to come up first? And and they were like, okay, send someone up there. (laughs) Make sure it's before the meth lab is fully built. My thing is, a meth lab seems very, very large. Like, Walter White had to have an entire fucking RV for a meth lab. And I've been in a hotel room. There's not a lot of storage up there. Yeah, especially a pop century. So you'd think, like, they were like, they searched everywhere but found nothing. How do you not just kick open the door and be like, yeah, no, it's not. There ain't shit. I think you would notice if you can't. You'd notice <laughs> like, a smell. Oh, like, you notice everything. 
Like I can, I, like I feel I can hear other people like talking in a Disney hotel because the walls are kind of thin. I'm pretty sure I would notice if like a Breaking Bad episode was going on next door. Pardon me, front concierge. There's a man cooking the great great crystal meth next to me in his room. Uh, could you get up and please issue a warning, perhaps to have him turn the scent down? God. This might be my favorite thing is Florida residents going to Disney World because it's just like in Disney World, you're like, oh, everyone's so nice. Oh, that's because the Florida's not there. The Florida's hidden away elsewhere. Yeah, the, the Florida's not allowed in it's it's 32 or wait, it's 42 square miles of no Florida men or women. Damn it, Carlton. We will go ride pirates of a Caribbean after I get a motherfucking Dole Whip. But for now, you calm your ass down and sit it. <laughs> I sell hot diggity dogs and hot diggity dog accessories. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, this is the crossover no one needed. Every single theme park, like, going to there at once. Dang, <laughs> yes. dang old test track can't do but a dang old pickup. <laughs> where, where the fuck is Cosmic Ray? I've been here all damn day. That fucking animatronic ain't played shit. <laughs> that uh, Cosmic Ray is not the animatronic. That's what they told me. It says Cosmic Ray's on the outside. Do I need to speak to He's a fucking manager? Is that who it is? <laughs> I'm happy this bit took off because otherwise it would have been us just going back to depression of, oh no. Oh, no. If you want to know the saddest thing in the world, it's a man drinking a chocolate bourbon milkshake, basically, getting whipped cream in his beard while sadly pondering, when can I go back? When will Epcot open again? Please give it to me, Lord. Uh, so, Jim Murphy, this is not a podcast about being really, really sad and drinking bourbon. That's my other show, A Load of BS. But my, this is a podcast about building our own theme park. And this season, we have the worst idea in existence, a theme park about sitcoms. So we got to make great, great japes and goofs about the Big Bang theories in the Sinfelds. But now... I decided to fucking bring it down, because like I said last week, what is a sitcom? It is a situational comedy. People put in situations that lead to comedy, and there's no better show that does that than Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, starring Guy Fieri. What's up? We're rolling out today in Kansas in fucking the middle of Ohio. Don't know what the fuck's that's there, but we're going to find out this week on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Okay, so it is our goal this week to come up with the ultimate Guy Fieri ride. And with me, I wanted to draw inspiration from, you know, the car-based rides. So the first one I obviously came to was Rock and Roller Coaster, but then I realized that's way too fast, and it would literally just be like butter fly misted at your face as you go through, <laughs> and as you look up, you just see a massive, massive popcorn, a giant realistic chicken leg, and you're just passing underneath all of them screaming for pure hell. So I want to blend it. I want to blend one of the best roller coasters, the Rock and Roller Coaster, with one of the worst rides in existence, Jimmy Fallon's Race Through New York. And in this one, it is Guy Fieri's Race Through Triple D. 
and you are playing. You're not going to call it the race through Flavor Town. What is wrong with ah, you? Ah, fuck. Yeah, Flavor. I'm sorry. This uh, I made this very strong tonight, Jim. And we have to <laughs> record after this, so that's going to be very fun. But uh, yeah, it's race through Flavor Town, and you've got to keep up with Guy Fieri on his quest as he goes through. So you go through. It's essential. Okay, hold on. Now there's three inspirations because also Soren is in there. It's also got a little bit of Soren because. Guy Vietti's car has jets now, and it flies you up in the air, and you're riding with Guy the whole time. It's kind of like E.T., the E.T. ride, where E.T.'s head pops up out of a basket, except it's Guy Fieri's head popping out <laughs> of the trunk. And being like, all right, guys, we're almost there, because he's a food fugitive at this point. Where we're going, we don't need forks. Exactly. And so you're going through, and you're landing in Texas, and you get a good barbecue smell wafting through your nose. You go to, like... California, and you smell uh, fresh avocados. Hawaii, pineapple, I guess. And you go through America's hottest diners, drive-ins, and dives, each time getting a little bit of the ambiance and maybe having some of Guy's friends wave wave to you. Because the plot of the ride that I literally just came up with, Jim, is that Guy Fieri has been wrongly accused of by the government of food tampering because if you fucking looked at what he's come up with and the government's like, we got to put a stop to that. And so Guy's trying to march on Washington. So you have to drive his car while he's hidden in the trunk to Washington before he gets arrested for being a food fugitive. <laughs> and then the very end of it, Guy Fieri presents to the president the world's greatest burger. Because he's already got chicken covered. We can't we can't steal the chicken IP from Disney. So instead, the world's greatest burger to the president, not the current one, a cool one, president of the United States, who takes a big old bite of that burger and it's just like, uh, Guy Fieri, this is quite possibly one of the best burgers I've ever had. Your pardon, my good man. Hell yeah! And then Guy Vietti just starts fucking flicking the middle finger at everyone in attendance. He stone cold stunners the VP. He just <laughs> takes everyone out and the crowd salutes as they wave goodbye to Guy on Guy. Oh no, it's gotta be Escape from Flavortown. I think we've already used that, but it's a, definitely Escape from Flavortown because you start off in New York City, which guy's like, this is the real Flavortown. It's got all the foods you can want. Then he has to escape from it because it goes on a 24-hour food lockdown. And yes, he does dress like Snake Plissken. It's very unnerving <laughs> to see. So that is my ride, Escape from Flavortown. It is a mixture of the, the take the speed of Rock and Roller Coaster, the... Uh, screens i guess of jimmy fallon and the sheer mass in expanse that is um that is soren combine it all together into one ride and put a bleach blonde motherfucker on the front just ready to give you the directions to cuba my friend danny's down there and danny's a real great guy when i'm in cuba danny tells me where the fuck to eat so that's my ride, Jim. I'm, um, I'm glad that you made the president uh, The Rock playing Barack Obama. Yeah, the Rock Obama. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then I do also want to, I don't know how I'm going to incorporate it, but one of my favorite things in Triple D 
is you can always tell which episode was filmed last in a day because Guy Fieri gets so sick of the shit. Because, like, normally he'll be like, oh, hell yeah, this coconut shrimp is off the chain. I'd eat that on a flip-flop that my mom bought me. Fuck yeah. But then when he gets to, like, the last few of the day, you can always tell because he's real just like... Yeah, that's um, that's a burger. That's that. I really like what you did with the avocado there. It's um, it's really good. Fuck, do you have a bathroom? Jesus Christ! Like it's so <laughs> choice, and I want to incorporate that. Like once we start getting to the last few guys in the back, like guys, I think we need to slow down because I really th- I need to enjoy this guac burger that you guys have given. Oh fuck! So that's my ride, and it's and there's a giant wax figure of Guy Fieri at the end that you can take pictures with. It's 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 twice life size. No, actually, pump his leg like you need to do. I prefer half life size because that's even funnier of a mental image to me. Is two people standing, and it's not because we want him to look small. We couldn't afford a life sized one, so we just have a tiny guy. Many people take pictures next to. It's like Spinal Tap. All right, Jim, what'd you bring to the table? Okay, um. I'm going to ask that you please keep uh, comments and questions um, until the end. Am I really the person on this show to interrupt you, Jim? I mean, honestly. <laughs> you, you will want to desperately. Okay, hold on. I'm going um, to sit. I'm going to sit. Because as you... Are you ready? Yes, I'm good. Okay. Um, as you know, Sitcot is struggling immensely. Yes! We have covered that. People just don't care about the bazingas and the what's the deal with that. So that's why we have reached out to try to find something new to bring guests in to our park. And that is why I bring we, we found the person that could do it. That person is Guy Fietti, but we he didn't want to do a ride. We, we wanted something that would bring people in and keep them here. And that is why I'm bringing you Fietti University. Fuck! Fuck, that's good! Uh, the, uh, if you want to know the, um, the uh, mascot would either be the flying buffalo or just the chicken guy, whatever you want to go with. Um, the thing is, like the Disney Institute before, uh, it would have kind of, uh, programs that would last a f- either like one day, two days, three days. This is like your guy, like camp guy, your like Fietti fantasy camp sort of like short term live the guy lifestyle for a couple of days. Have that have that dream fulfilled for you. That's 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 a couple hundred dollars right there. Maybe a grand. Yeah. Now, if you want to go longer, we have a one week to two week program. That's our VIP program. That's a Vietti important person program. It's it's Vietti. It's it's spelled V I E R I like Fieri, but it is pronounced Vietti. Yeah. Um, that is like a more a slightly more in depth program. It's not too crazy. It's got a little more culinary stuff. A little more like you get to actually like touch the Camaro. Oh, that's choice. That's very good. That's that's a little bit more money there. Uh, and then if you really want to go all in. We do uh, have a four to six month program where you can earn your triple D associates or bachelor's degree. Oh my God, a triple D BA? Fuck yes. Now, 
this is really learning. It's it's kind of like clown college where you go in and you learn to be a clown, except you go into this and you learn to be Guy Fieri. I mean, I feel like I could I could pass a few like extra. Like I took AP classes on this my entire life. Could I really go to the third month at this point? Skip ahead of you because I test it out. Yeah, we could probably do some type of entrance exams for the <laughs> Guy Fieri yes. University. Uh, I will say, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but when you graduate, instead of doing, like, the mortar board and the, and the robe, your robe does have flames on it. That, there is Fuck that. Yes. But there, instead of doing the, 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 the hat, you're, it's just, like, those visors with the fake spiky yes! hair. Yes! Yes! That's what I wanted! Fuck yes! Uh, so these are some of the some of the things you will learn in Wait, your four to six months. I know you said not uh, to interrupt. I know you said, but can I just suggest one quick thing? Can okay. you walk on stage with a pair of Oakleys on, and then the dean takes it and puts it on the back of your head, like when you move the thing on the mortar board? You put well, I think well, everybody does that in the crowd, oh, okay. like after so it's over. You take the Oakleys and put them on the back of your head now. All right, back back to you, Jim. Back to you in the studio. So, these are some of the things I was thinking. Uh, so first, you would do a, uh, an FSL course. That is Fieti as a second language. Oh, could test out of that one. Could test out of that yeah, one. Yeah, you have to learn, like, the catchphrases. You have to learn how to, like, kind of react to certain situations. There is a whole, like, you, you go through a whole, like, couple-week thing of how to talk to the camera while you're eating. Oh, yeah, I've trained there, on that my entire life. Mm. There's a... Uh, a driving and talking to a camera sort of section you have to go through. That's that's a couple of days right there. You got to make sure you get it down. You can't. You don't want to swerve off the road and like hit an old person. Okay, so in your '67 Camaro. Okay, so this does answer one of my questions, which was I was thinking of like Disney experiences like this, and I was hoping there would be a moment you would let me and Guy Fieri drive a Mustang around a fucking giant uh, racetrack very fast. So I'm happy this is in here. But you also have, but see, you're not, I mean, you would be going slightly fast, but you also have to be talking to a mounted camera about, like, going to eat barbecue in a bowling alley or some such. Yeah, yeah, There would be a section on kind of getting the right Guy Fieri look for yourself. Like, not everybody is built exactly like Guy, or but they have to have that aura about them. So that, that would definitely, that'd be like the bippity-boppity boutique of Guy Fieri. Fuck. Gippity goppity guy teak. The uh, every once in a while there would be uh, guys grocery exams, and that would also be like your final. Oh. Okay. Because you would be doing like there would be some cooking in this. It wouldn't be all just like goofs and japes. You would actually have to learn slightly how to cook. Well, it is kind of like Guy Fieri. It's a whole lot of other stuff, but also there is cooking. We promise yeah. there's Every cooking. Every once in a while, you do have to cook something. So that's like, if if you have like a four-hour class day or a six-hour class day, that's like an hour of your time is cooking. And then the other three is like, hey, now you have to go stand next to someone cooking and talk about it while they do it and, and eat little pieces of it as they're trying to like put the recipe together. Do you have any other questions? It's just so good. Sorry, my audio went out. God, it's so good. I, I love this. So We don't do a lot of these. We don't do the fun extra, pay an extra $300 kind of things on these shows, but I really dig this one, this, the Fieri the, Academy. 
if you if you definitely want to get your triple DBA, you're going to be spending upwards of at least like seven to ten grand. Like we have oh, to, yeah, yeah. like just to get the flames on the robe is going to cost at least like a thousand dollars. Man, I just I'm this may let me put it this way: when this episode goes up, I'm immediately tweeting it to Guy Fieri because Guy Fieri has the best sense of humor. Guy Fieri's the only person who will tweet out a picture of like someone photoshopped him as Shrek. And then he'll just be like, onions have flavor. I've got flavor. Like with a caption like that every single time. It's so good. A picture of him as Mickey Mouse. And he's just like, just remember, it was all started by one guy. Like just no matter <laughs> what. Hot diggity dog. Hot diggity dogs. Oh, he's outside Casey's corner screaming hot diggity dogs at them the whole time. My favorite, was it on, I think it might have been on My Brother, My Brother and Me, where they were talking about an email someone sent where Guy Fieri did a book signing somewhere, and the whole time Guy Fieri had one beer in a bucket, and just like every few minutes he'd snap and his assistant would bring him the bucket with the singular beer in it. He'd take a sip of it, put it back, and then the assistant would take it away again. I fucking love Guy Fieri so much, dude. And now, and now, thanks to Sitka, you could be Gaffieri. I mean, I do like. Well, what's the best part about this? Your your school can train people to work on my ride because my ride is gonna have a great movie ride esque thing where there's always gonna be a live person there guiding the tour for you. The guy guiding. that pops up guiding you yes the person who always pops up is a different Gaffieri who leads you through the whole adventure. It's so good. But Jim, we we've done diners, drive-ins, and dives. What are we bringing to the table for next week? Uh, I did uh, spoil this for you a couple of days ago, but since you kind of went slightly off the sitcom track with uh, with Guy Fieri and Triple D, I am also slightly going off the sitcom track by by uh, submitting Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Oh, I gotta work on my impression. <laughs> okay, nope. Does does it's like my Donald Duck. It's like well, it's you, almost you almost there, went but... into Jerry Lewis territory right there. Lighty. Okay, so we're doing Pee Wee's Playhouse. I'm straight up jacking the ride vehicle for ET. I'm not even gonna lie. That fucking bicycle is coming here, and we're painting <laughs> it red. That's all. That's all I will say about it so far. Oh, man. Imagine the Large Marge jump scare. Like, you just turn a corner, it's pitch black, and then Large Marge's face comes out at you, and then you go into, like, the heffalup nightmare zone from Winnie the Pooh, except it's all, like, clowns and shit. Oh, I'm feeling this one. But until then... They have a tequila bar at the end. That'd be good for you. Yeah! But until then, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Apparently Smart. Just go there. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy my book on Amazon. I don't care if you do, because it's already gone. gonna go to www.alotapurebs.com. Look at the podcast that we I'm all on. We got Fight Boys. We got Deviant 2. We got the great shows that we love it for you. I feel like uh, I'm 
after all this good Guy Fieri talk, I'm douchey enough to do a freestyle rap to end the show. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to support the show, you can at patreon.com slash hello to BS. That's where you get access to exclusive content like our show FAQ, where we take a deep dive into some of our favorite rides. We're actually about to record an episode about the Jungle Cruise right after this. It's going to be an absolutely buck wild time. And if you want to get it, you can at patreon.com slash hello to BS. But if you don't want to donate monetarily, we understand. Just pick up your phone and tell a friend to check out Opposite Attractions. But until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at OpAdShow. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?